Today, I'm going to attempt to talk about something that nobody wants to talk about. It's a terrifying subject, to be honest, for myself especially. I can feel right now just the, the societal shame and guilt that surrounds this subject. And you can probably guess what it is. It's about pornography. Specifically, you know, just the proliferation of its use in our culture. And, I mean, there are obvious reasons. It is basically like the, 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 the perfect duo when it comes to an addiction. One, you have a very stimulating thing. We've done studies on the brain, what it does to your brain. Uh, just completely hijacks the dopamine reward system. And it is one of the most like dopamine-intensive things you can do. There, there aren't many things where you just look at a screen and your brain just goes off, right? And then there is the natural urge, sexual urge that we all have. So put those two together and you have this like insanely potent and powerful uh, addiction and pattern that people get caught up in. And um, I think another thing, obviously, that that keeps it, um, that gives it fuel is the shame that's surrounded by it. The just the like it is not a conversation you have with anybody so it's, it's it's sure as hell like an awkward conversation to have with your parents awkward conversation to have with your um significant other even awkward conversation to have with your friends i mean depends on the the group you hang around but uh yeah it is just so taboo and i really really feel bad for a lot of the young guys and girls who grow up with the internet and have like access to I pff, what is the percentage I need to look this up like um, um, how much of the internet is porn uh, 30% <laughs> as high as 30% of the entire internet is pornography so it is just insane insane how available it is it's free there's like no i guess immediate repercussions it's like literally the perfect drug free available 24 7 um obviously feels amazing because of the dopamine and everything and there's no like immediate bad consequence that you really get in the moment like nobody even knows what happened you keep it a secret that's the thing. Everybody keeps it a secret. And it terrifies me. It terrifies me to have children, dude, because there is there is no doubt in my mind that uh, if a child's on the internet, they will stumble on porn. Like, it's just what happens. I'm assuming, like, I feel like the world would be surprised, but also not at the amount of children consuming this content. So, yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know, like, I wanted to, I guess, a little bit share my story, but I don't really have, like, you know, I'm not like that, like, that, uh, 
hopeless case. I was never a hopeless case when it came to pornography where like these people just could not escape it and they're there for hours and it's just like this. It, it, it was never like that. But for me, it was a thing where it was hard to stop in the sense that uh, there would always be that sexual urge that comes back. And paired with that is the desire for that instant pleasure, that instant pleasure that we all seek. And people do it through alcohol. People do it through social media. The people, you know, get their, get their, um, their fix from a bazillion different things, nicotine and all that. Um, but then, yeah, it's available 24 seven, right? So for me, I would, you know, I, I would find it just like difficult to cut out of my life. It wasn't a big part of my life, but it was enough of a part of my life that I could not, uh, I could not get it out. It was like a tiny little bit of weeds in my garden that I could not pull. They wouldn't disappear, but they were a little small. Like you couldn't really see them too well. But I, but I mean, I don't even know how it might've been affecting my life. I know that in my brain, there are obvious things that it was, you know, messing with. But I guess if I could share anything from my story, I would just say that anything that pulls you away from your life's meaning, your purpose in life, and brings you down and and sets you off in the opposite direction that you are intending to go in is a toxic behavior. And anything that is not good for you, not good for others, and does not serve the greater good and the highest good of all mankind, if it, if it goes against those three things at once, that is a toxic behavior. So you're not helping, you're, you're ruining your own life. You're consuming content, which is, you know, and, and uh, everybody has their own moral compass, but I believe like not morally sound. It's not ethically sound. Uh, the, the, the industry is known to be an abusive industry and the people who work there are there because of, you know, they had a rough background and they ended up in that industry or whatever. So you're not helping yourself. You're not helping anybody else. You're literally feeding into that industry, into the problem. And it doesn't align you with, you know, a purpose that we all have. I do believe we all have a purpose that, that, if we if we fulfill that purpose or if we align ourselves with that purpose it also aligns with the highest good of all that's my belief so yeah those three things are going against the grain and it's yeah the only thing that is good about it is that it feels good in the moment but it's not helping you and it's not helping with your motivation like dopamine is the motivation molecule right or the the motivation hormone i don't even know if it's a molecule or hormone or whatever but it's the, it's, it's, you know, it's what gets a human being to move, right? And if you mess with your own reward system, then you won't find any reward in anything positive, like getting up early, working out, um, whether you have like a meditation practice or you have work to do, like you have a business to build or whatever it is, um, engaging in, in, uh, you know, watching porn is something that completely just destroys the reward system. And then you get dopamine depleted, which is a state in which 
uh, you have to, you have to have like a reset. You know, you've heard people talk about dopamine detoxes because they're out of, they have no motivation for anything. And then if you're in the kitchen and you see, you know, junk food that tastes good and I can enjoy it right now or healthy food, it doesn't taste as good. It's not as rewarding in the moment. It's good, but blah, blah, blah. And then you just start reaching in your day. You'll find yourself just start starting to reach for um, all sorts of things that are not good for you, but feel good in the moment, take you away from pain. So, and I've, I've heard people as well talk about how um, we cover up a lot of our pain by using substances. And porn is just a substance. It's just another substance um, that affects the reward system, that distracts us from our problems in the moment. And so if you're constantly distracting yourself from your problems, then you're never going to solve them, ever. If there's no knock on the door, there will be no answer. There will be no resolution, and you'll just live with this shit inside of you for the rest of your life. Um, and I'm not saying there's no, there's nothing in me or there's the, you're always going to have problems, challenges along the road, but holding on to just bad energy, holding on to trauma or guilt or shame or, um, pain or hate or whatever, holding on to those things that happened years ago, but it's like still in there and you haven't resolved it and you're using these substances to get away, you know, it's not good. And, uh, so yeah, in my journey, I have found that I'm just so much happier. Um, I, I respect women and men. I just respect humans more. I respect myself more. And I'm proud that, that I have overcome, you know, I, I mean, probably one of the like hardest things to overcome, which is again, something that is free available 24 seven, pretty easy to keep a secret. Probably the most like <laughs> the, the, the most amazing, like you, it's the easiest thing to keep a secret. You don't have like alcohol breath when you come home from watching porn. You don't have, you don't smell like cigarettes when you come home from watching porn. You don't smell like anything, nothing. There's no sign of it really besides in your own potential as a human, maybe. So yeah. Um, it's wonderful and it's worth it. And again, if you, if you have a big enough purpose in your life, you have a big enough meaning, then you will do anything it takes to go and get it and go and fulfill and align yourself with it. So, yeah. And I, I just want, I guess I just want to tell anybody out there to not be ashamed either. You know, this is something that, um, it's just one of those things. <laughs> it's just another one of those things. I, I just, I, I, I would, I would encourage people to not be ashamed. I guess, what am I to say? You're going to be ashamed. That's, that's life. I, I wish I could take that shame from you, but it's something that you have to work through. And, uh, how how do you work through that? I don't even know. Time. <laughs> I guess time. Like once you just move on and and you and you have a purpose then I don't know. Or even even for me like 
meditation helped me come to terms with shame and guilt. Um, sorry, the last like two minutes of this video was just me just like thinking out loud. Because I do that all the time. I contradict myself and then I correct myself and then I'm like, no, but that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? I do that all the time, but I'm not going to edit it out. I'm just going to just going to be authentic here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, when it comes to shame, for me, meditation helps. Deciding who you want to be, finding your true self. So by meditation, I mean like for me, meditation has allowed me to get out of the, th the thick of my mind and the beliefs and the thoughts and all this stuff and just observe it and see it from another angle. And I think when you see it from another angle, you realize, oh... Like, I, I wasn't consciously making decisions. You know, I do what's best for me. I do what's best for others. I try my best. But when people get caught up in the ego, caught up in attachment, caught up in greed, caught up in uh, the, the seeking pleasure pattern, then they start to hurt others so that they can gain or they do destructive things so that they can, you know, feel good in the moment or so they can get ahead. So by meditation, I, I'm able to look at it and say, oh, that wasn't even my choice. I was literally unconscious. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Outside looking in, you're like, of course, I don't want to engage in stuff like that. I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, and you're like, oh, okay. And then the reason that relieves me of shame <laughs> is because I'm not, uh, I'm not attached to the behavior anymore. I don't even see it as myself acting out. Um, and maybe that sounds dissociative. I don't know. But I see it just as another symptom of a life devoid of meaning. I look at it and I'm like, oh, I was feeling a type of way. And so I reached for a drug. And that drug of choice in the moment was pornography. Um, so... So yeah, that helped me a lot. Another thing that helped me actually specifically was one of my affirmations. Um, it's in this book here. One of my affirmations was, um, where is it? Just finding it here. Okay, here it is. So I'll, I'll, I'll read from the top of the page. I'm, I am a comforting presence, right? I want to be that for others, whatever. I'm always smiling. I always, I want to just, feed that to my mind, my subconscious. I want to always be smiling. And then here we are, these three. I do not indulge in negative thinking. Indulge. Keyword indulge. A lot of people actually find a sense of meaning and certainty and momentary like, mm, in negative thinking. Because it's like, oh, if I blame others or if I hate my life, then at least I'm certain about something or whatever, right? I do not give in to destructive habits. I look myself in the mirror and I say, I do not give in to destructive habits, right? And by doing so, I, uh, I, I do relieve myself of shame and guilt because I realize that when I do give in to destructive habits, it's out of unconsciousness. It's not even uh, uh, a conscious choice. It's like almost as if I'm a victim to that behavior and it's not relinquishing responsibility either, but it's just letting go of the shame and guilt. Like it's okay. I think, I think 
shaming somebody into getting better is not the way, at least not for me. I don't know how it is for others because I know others were like, I looked in the mirror and I saw a piece of shit and, you know, I decided to make that guy better and I decided to, to, to motivate myself to be better and I just, you know, I hated the person I was. I hated the person I was. So I became a better person. Whatever, that might work for you. But for me, hating on my current self does not inspire me to be better. What inspires me to be better is to look at myself and say, I do not give in to destructive habits. I don't. The unconscious pattern leads me there. So what can I do to become conscious? That's how it is for me. I'm not saying this is like the way to go about things because you might be trapped in addiction forever, but that's how it was for me. So I, I relieved a lot of different addictions, you know, just addictions to stimulation from videos or just online, whatever, um, addiction to pornography, addictions to nicotine, um, alcohol, bunch of things. I would, I would reach for these things unconsciously when I wasn't living on purpose, when I was feeling something I was too afraid to feel. So I'd reach for something else, you know? And, um, yeah, so I, I do not give into destructive habits. And then my next affirmation in this book was, I choose healthy and empowering habits that serve me, serve others, and serve the greater good. So I look at myself in the eyes and I say, this is me. I choose this. And uh, yeah, that feels wonderful. Every, every morning I do that. And so that's, you know, allowed me to just, um, just to see it and observe these patterns from a place that is not judgmental. I'm not judging myself. I know what I do. My true self, when I'm aligned with, with who I know I am, then it's not even a question. These patterns do not show up. So when they do, what does that mean? It means I'm not being myself. It means I'm not living out the purpose I came here to fulfill. It means I'm not aligned with what life means to me, right? And so by doing that, I don't feel I don't feel any amount of guilt or whatever for engaging in these things. And I guess also you can use the example of <clears throat> just the fact that again, like we have to give ourselves a break here because the human brain, like we have a dopamine reward system that is intense. Like it, it works hard. <laughs> it can get people hooked on things that they hate. They hate it, but they'll do it anyways because their brain is just so, it's, um, it truly is crazy to think about, man. Anyways, I, I don't know if this video helped, but it was you know, it's important to talk about. Not a lot of people talk about it. And I at least want to be somebody who's willing to have the conversation. So if you didn't like what I said, or it didn't make sense, whatever, at least I'm willing to have that conversation because nobody wants to have it. And it's ridiculous. Like it's, uh, it is perpetuating the cycle. The more people talk about it, the better. So yeah, just wanted to talk about it. Um, and I hope that my vulnerability helps you, whoever you are out there. And I encourage you to be vulnerable as well. So yeah, have a lovely rest of your day or evening or morning or wherever you are. And I will see you in the next podcast. Goodbye.